Hello there. This is Larry Goldman. You're listening to the Binge 10. Here's what was what you should have been watching last week and what you need to watch on TV this week. There was a million things that premiered over the last week, week and a half. We're going to hit them all right now and tell you what worked out, what was good and what wasn't. First of all, I missed two shows on the last episode. Shame on me. But I definitely wanted to, you know, fit them in here to make sure we didn't miss anything. Um, first of all, Money Heist premiered a couple weeks ago. Uh, absolutely unforgivable that I forgot to put this in. You know, it's the best international show Netflix has ever done. Uh, they put out five episodes. Uh, and they're finishing the series in December with another five. So they're kind of splitting it up right now. The, sh- the show continues right where it left off from last season. They're still stuck in the mint. The professor is being hunted outside. The military is about to send in, you know, their elite squad of people to take down the professor's crew. Uh, these five episodes are much more action-packed set of episodes than kind of the the cat and mouse and the heavy duty planning by the professor and kind of the mind games that are typical with the show. Uh, the whole lot more action, uh, you know, major characters dying. Uh, we get some more backstory on some of the characters, especially Tokyo. As always, I recommend money heist completely. Uh, also only murders in the building. So this is on Hulu. Uh, created and written by Steve Martin and, uh, and I think a couple other people. Also stars Selena Gomez and Martin Short, you know, Steve's best buddy. Uh, it's the story of, of these three, you know, crime podcast fanatics trying to solve a murder in their own building, and they're recording a podcast at the same time. It's an all-out comedy. Martin Short plays the zany, broke producer. Steve Martin plays the lovable, awkward ex-actor. And Selena Gomez is the kind of the young badass. Um, Very funny stuff. Uh, Sting makes a guest appearance uh, as they interrogate him because they think he might have committed the murder. Uh, I highly recommend only murders in the building. Uh, Now, some of the new stuff. Uh, Why the Last Man? So on FX on Hulu, uh, they released the first three episodes. A uh, new episode came out uh, yesterday. Uh, Why the Last Man is an adaptation of a, of a graphic novel where all males, uh, humans and animals alike, have all died. Except, of, of course, one guy. That's why it's called Why the Last Man. Uh, Diane Lane stars as the new woman president trying to keep at least the United States together. It's a cool story. You definitely want to find out how they're going to continue moving on, how this is all going to work out. Uh, why, why, uh, who's the last man? Uh, and why did he, uh, why did he survive? Um, uh, he's the, the issue I have with the show is that why the, the character is really annoying. He's a very selfish person. Doesn't quite to seem to understand the magnitude of the situation. He keeps wanting to go look for his girlfriend who doesn't like him. Uh, instead of helping scientists figure out why he's still alive, uh, as well as his pet monkey, who's also male. So whatever was going on with the two of them, it kept him alive. But he's like got other things he wants to do, and he can't be uh, 
uh, sidetracked by this whole apocalypse, uh, minor apocalypse thing. Uh, story's also a bit annoying because after a few months, I mean, even in the first episode, I think it jumps 90 days ahead. You think they would have a better handle on this situation. You know, you think this is going to be kind of a woman kind of empowerment show, but it's actually just skirting the edge of that. Um, so I'm a, a little on the fence on recommending why after the first few episodes, uh, it's definitely okay. And I'm definitely going to w- continue to watch because I want to find out what's going on and see if they can really get the story, uh, kind of back on track. Um, American crime impeachment. So on FX, you know, I'm not sure Ryan Murphy got both American horror story and American crime filmed at the same time with virtually the same people. Sarah Paulson is everywhere with the craziest makeup in both shows. Uh, impeachment is about Monica, the Monica Lewinsky days uh, when Bill, Quint, Bill Clinton was in office. They've got Clive Owen playing Clinton uh, with a huge, huge prosthetic nose. Uh, and it actually works pretty well. Uh, the English guy does a pretty good Arkansas accent. Uh, Paulson is playing Linda Tripp. It is not a flattering portrayal of Linda Tripp. Edie Falco's playing Hillary. I don't think we've seen her yet in an episode, but I can't wait for that. Annalie Ashford plays Paula Jones. And that isn't very flattering either. Really, none of these people come off looking very well, including Lewinsky, who's an executive producer on the show. Uh, I didn't think I was going to like this. You know, O.J. Simpson, Versace, they were really awesome. Uh, I didn't know the Versace story at all. Obviously, we all knew the O.J. Simpson story a bit. Uh, but I am liking this quite a bit. I'm recommending impeachment. Uh, Chicago Party Amp, so on Netflix, produced by the same producers as, as Big Mouth. It's an animated show about a crazy middle-aged woman living in Wrigleyville, Chicago. She parties, she does drugs, she's bad at her job, she's a bad aunt, she's a bad sister, she's a bad wife. Uh, it adds up to some pretty funny stuff. Uh, a lot of the jokes are Chicago inside jokes, and so some things may not, you may not quite get if you aren't familiar with Chicago. But of course, I thought it was great coming from Chicago. I recommend Party Amp. Uh, the Morning Show debuted, premiered uh, on Apple TV. Uh, star-studded program, back with Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Billy Crudup, and the rest, except for Steve Car- Carell. Uh, he, he, of course, was outed in, in the last season. The first season was a pretty direct, albeit fictional, portrayal of kind of the Matt Lauer situation. I'm not sure if that's the button they're going to keep pressing this season. The first episode makes it look more like It'll be about the politics and issues with running a news network, a little more like, um, you, you know, the the newsroom with, with Jeff Daniels. Uh, first order of business was to get Jennifer Aniston back on the morning show. There's some funny lines, some interesting stories, but after just one episode, I, I, I think the second season of, of morning show is, is, is just okay right now. We'll, we'll see if it picks up some speed. Uh, the Lost Symbol. So I'm Peacock. The Lost Symbol is one of Dan Brown's books. He wrote the Da Vinci Code and other books about Robert Langdon, who's uh, the guy is a professor of symbology at Harvard. Tom Hanks played Langdon in the movie and Ashley Zuckerman recently in Fair Street and a teacher in Succession. Uh, The Lost Symbol is actually a prequel to the Da Vinci Code. And it wasn't his best book. Um, This series is about Langdon's mentor being abducted in Washington, D.C., and the abductors want Langdon to solve a mystery for them. Uh, he's supposed to find some sort of a portal. So like all the books and movies, he runs all over the place. He follows clues and symbols, trying to solve the puzzle and save his friend. 
Uh, Langdon knows everything about symbols, religion, history, art, architecture, and a whole lot more. He's an absolute genius. He seems to know anything. He's kind of an Indiana Jones without the whip and the action. Uh, even after just the first couple episodes, it can sometimes be a bit much. As it seems like every single minute of the episode, he's got a new explanation of a new symbol or some other intellectual thing we need to know about. I'm a sucker for the, I'm a real sucker for these type of mysteries. So I'm watching it, but I think it, it, it's really just okay. Uh, the premise is created and written by B.J. Novak from The Office. He also does a lot of writing with Mindy Kaling. He, he doesn't star in the show, though he does a little bit of an introduction uh, in some of the episodes. Um, so each, each show, it's an anthology. So each show, totally new plot, totally new story. Every, every episode is different. Um, basically what they do is they take a very, very serious social issue uh, and kind of, you know, do a show about it. Now, the first one, the first episode was, you know, with Benjamin Platt. He plays a guy who makes a sex tape, a really, really awkward and bad sex tape. And he catches evidence in the background that police officers are lying about a black man that attacked him. The black man did not attack them, uh, but they arrested him anyways and framed him for it. Uh, lots of really funny stuff in this episode. Uh, the joke doesn't always last, but you know, they go through the sex tape in excruciating detail. Benjamin Platt plays this guy who, you know, wants to be, you know, woke and a big activist kind of guy. But he's really just got this really, really lame uh, sex tape. The second episode was about gun violence. And um, there was nothing funny about that episode at all. Uh, it starred, uh, oh, the guy's name is escaping me right now. It stars the, the guy that uh, did The Punisher. Um, uh, the, as far as I could tell, there was no joke in that second episode at all. If, if there was supposed to be a joke, it was so dark, I didn't even catch it. Um, uh, I, I, I want to recommend this. It is very, very different, uh, very uncomfortable to watch. It would be really interesting to see where they take the next few episodes. Um, so I'm recommending it, though it, it, it may not make the top 10 series right away because there's so much good stuff out right now. Uh, Tacoma FD back again for season three. Tacoma FD is as great as ever. This one has the gang quarantined after being exposed to a monkey on a call, obviously riffing on the whole COVID quarantine. If you haven't ever watched Tacoma, start right now, start right away. If you've been watching it, keep it rolling. It's really, really funny. Uh, Sex Education premiered. Uh, season three of Sex Education is out on Netflix. Julian Anderson is back, and the media now calls the school Sex School. Uh, the opening scene of the first episode tells you everything you need to know as it is a complete sexual montage of straight, gay, threesomes, foursomes, onesomes, everything. Uh, one of the best opening five minutes of, of, of any show I've ever seen. Otis has the ugliest mustache of all time. He is now with one of the popular girls uh, at the school. Anderson is having a child. She just wrote a book about poor sex education in the UK. The show is still great. It will make you laugh constantly. I recommend Sex Education. Uh, Miracle Workers ended this week. It was as ludicrous and as funny as every other episode. 
So my top 10 series for right now is the following. Uh, the Morning Show. Number nine, The Titans. There's still, it might be three or four episodes, and they really need to step up the action on the show, or I'm going to kick it out of the top 10 here. This week, Nightwing, again, bungles an attempt to capture Jason Todd. They inadvertently contaminate all of Gotham's water supply. They're like as bad as like the worst FBI, you know, teams on some of these shows. Um, I really need this to pick up. They just need to put some action in, you know, a superhero show. Um, eight, Why the Last Man? Seven, American Rust. Uh, second episode came out uh, this weekend. Really good stuff. A uh, little bit confusing on who the bad guys are, who the murderer is, who's not. You know, what Jeff Daniels is actually trying to cover up or not. I, I like it. I, I still recommend American Rust. A C, uh, number six, C on Apple TV. Corfu is with his mother. He's not happy. Baba Voss is coming to save them both. Uh, five, impeachment. For the other two, they, re- they they recently released the entire season. So so they released the next episode. So I, I'm putting it on the series here, but they released the rest of the show. I don't know if that's because nobody was watching it. I think it's really funny, uh, but I'll probably have to move this over to the binges. It's another great episode about joining a celebrity church uh, to get acting parts and clients, but it turns out the church doesn't like women. We're gay people. So it's a moral dilemma for all of the kids. A three only murders in the building. Two is nine perfect strangers. A finale, I think, is this week. Things really came unhinged last week. Uh, we had a big reveal about Regina King's character. The Marconis are going deeper into their psychedelics. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the one nurse uh, left. Um, it's really uh, absolute chaos for Nicole Kidman's character. And of course, number one, Ted Lasso. I didn't need a whole episode about Coach Beard. It's not what I was looking for. But I can never say anything bad about Ted Lasso. You just saw they just want a ton of enemies. Uh, so there were some great lines. There were some great, you know, funny scenarios. Uh, hopefully they get back to the regular cast uh, as soon as possible. So there's a lot of series going on right now. I bumped out Mr. Corman. Uh, You know, it's still a good kind of weird, but maybe not good enough. Uh, You know, American Horror Story, that's getting a little boring. Tacoma FD is for sure going to break into the top 10 very soon. Premise, Reservation Dogs, What If Billions, Truth Be Told, Lost Symbol, are all sorts of other shows um, that could be on the top 10. There's just not enough room. so on the binges, my top 10 binges right now, still defeated. Number nine is The Chair uh, with Sandra O. Oh. Number eight is Lucifer. I, I watched the last season. Little bit melodramatic, a little bit sappy, but it's Lucifer. I still like it. Seven is Hit and Run. Six, Chicago Party Ant. Five, Sex Education. Four, Clickbait. Number three is The White Lotus. Number two is Bosch, and number one, Money Heist. Uh, plenty of other stuff on the outside looking in. How to Sell Drugs Online, Fear Street, Dr. Death, Sky Rojo, Into the Night. Tons of good stuff to be watching right now. Those are all kind of on the outside looking in. Now, there is a million things debuting this week, so this list is only going to get larger and larger. So Muhammad Ali documentary on PBS. 
That's starting up. Uh, 911 premieres this week. Neighborhood is back on CBS, my favorite family comedy. Uh, Ordinary Joe debuts on NBC. Tons of Chicago's and NCIS's and FBI's debuting. Um, the Goldbergs premiere this week. Home Economics, Star Wars Visions. Now, my understanding is that Dick Wolf now has something like eight hours of programming this fall. Uh, there's a Wonder Years reboot with Don Cheadle, I think, as the uh, narrator. Uh, Code 404 on Peacock. Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Foundation, really, really looking to Foundation uh, on Apple TV. Goliath. I can't remember what season number they're on, but Billy Bob Thornton on Goliath uh, premieres this week. Midnight Mass is the Haunting Hill Guy. Stars Hamish Linklater. That's on Netflix. Uh, just an enormous amount of TV kicking in here. Uh, even with all this, I did catch a couple movies. Uh, Vacation Friends with John Cena and Lil Ray uh, Howery on Hulu. It's a comedy. It's a buddy movie about friends that meet on vacation. They go crazy. Drugs, sex, the whole thing. But then we see uh, if that friendship can exist outside of vacation. Couple, couple great laughs. It's probably just an okay movie. Uh, the vacation part of the movie is really, really funny. After that, it, it's kind of so-so. Uh, I watched My Son. I got sucked into watching My Son on Hulu. This is John McAvoy, and I'm a huge fan, but also because of the premise of the movie. The story is very basic. Kid is kidnapped. Mom and dad try to find him. Fine enough. Seen it a million, million times. You know, it's no taken. It's no anything like that. But the trick is the way it was filmed. So McAvoy was only given a character outline, not a script. Everybody else had a script, but not him. So he has to improvise the whole thing, and they got to kind of keep him on track with the story. In some ways, he's, he's actually trying to solve the, the mystery, the kidnapping himself, uh, like while he's acting. Uh, so it's a pretty interesting concept. Story itself is a decent thriller. It's okay. I was just kind of interested in the concept. The show itself is just okay. It's interesting if you know how it was filmed. Uh, otherwise, I, I, I wouldn't spend, you know, a whole lot of time on it. That is the Binge 10. Again, a lot going on this week and even more next week. Happy viewing.